Hey everyone, what you're about to listen to is a smaller episode than usual, but fear not. Essentially, we recorded four mini-episodes in one sitting about Black Mirror Season 2. And I was going to put them all together, you know, as they were recorded, as I normally would, as I did with Black Mirror Season 1, where we just have like, you know, the three-hour episode about that season but i found the conversations that me and scott were having individually about the topic just flowed a little bit better as singular episodes so what i've done is instead of put out a three hour episode four hour episode on black mirror season two throughout the course of the next week you're going to get mini episodes based on each episode of black mirror season two so we're going to start off with this one today it's about 40 minutes long and we're talking about the very first episode of black mirror season two and then in a few days time you'll get waldo you'll get white bear you'll get white christmas and they're going to kind of just layer out throughout the week so i hope you enjoy this um and in a few days time you'll get another one so rather than you know having to sit there and remember where you are and pause and all that like you do with a longer episode these are just some mini episodes just as a a test to see how they get on and i hope you enjoy this conversation because i think what me and scott spoke about in terms of what it means to be put in the situation that is in this episode i thought was a really good conversation and just as a singular little conversation i thought it holds more weight for you to be able to digest it and think about it so let me know how you feel about this being broken up because you might go oh no i just prefer the long episodes i drive for four hours every day and i need to fucking listen to something i don't want to have to listen to a bit and then wait if that's how you feel let me know and i won't do it again but i hope you enjoy it and uh check it out hey everyone welcome to this guy's sick and today we're doing black mirror season two season two which things start getting a bit darker season one yeah now now they start to broaden the horizon but yeah so uh we we did get some uh emails sent in did we i was going to read out about uh see the episode one but i did ask for verbals i said send me some mp3 (laughs) just send you there Um, uh, so actually what i was thinking of doing is i might do them as their own little bonus episode all the questions we ever get in or, or stuff we get sent in about Black Mirror, okay. not just season one. This this episode two. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll do a bonus episode maybe at the end when we've done with. <laughs> it'll, Black go, it'll go on the Patreon. Sign up to the Patreon. So sign up to the Patreon. <laughs> sign up to the Patreon right now, and it will go on there. Thanks for bringing it up, Scott. Um, yeah, but we are talking Black Mirror season two, and these three episodes are four. Four, sorry, because it's the Christmas episode. Special, right? yeah. So these four episodes are kind of a turning point for me. I love season one. Like I said, entire history of you is one of my favorites. It's a great start. Um, and the first, very first episode, fucking a pig, is a kick in the nuts. Like no one was ready for that when it aired. I would never have anticipated. No one anticipated that. that, right? But season two really starts the move towards what Black Mirror is yeah. and specializes. I fucked up originally with me and the missus watched it because we'd never, I'd, I'd heard of it and I wanted to watch it. We'd never got round to it, and I was like, right, it's on Netflix. I'm going to put it on clicked it on and i didn't realize we were watching season three so we watched the whole of season three then season four before i realized there was two seasons beforehand so we went back and we watched season one then season two and you can spot a difference 
Because well, once spot, the you can, got involved, it changed. You yeah. can spot the second Netflix got involved. Like it's, it's, it's a big difference in production value. And some of it is a little bit more watered down, but when we do those episodes, we'll talk about... Yeah, yeah of course. ...where you start to see things start to water down a little bit, but we're not doing them tonight. We're doing season two. Season two. So uh, for those who listened to the first episode, Scott gives us a little rundown on the major points from each episode. Of what, season one? Or season two. Season two, okay. Season yeah, sorry, two. I thought you might We did it on season yeah, one. That's what I mean. We don't yeah, need yeah, to go yeah, over yeah, that. Sorry, I've lost it. Okay, so. If you're re- listening to this going, oh, why aren't they talking about season one? Go back an episode yeah, or two back, and you'll yeah, find it. Go back, it. you'll yeah. find us, yeah. Yeah, yeah look for, look for uh, whatever Sam called the episode. Black Mirror Part One. It's literally just Black yeah. Mirror Part One. Okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah. So, we'll start with episode one. Episode one is called Be Right Back. Yes. Now, this has got. It's, it's a very dark, grieving episode yes when you when you look at it in, in its context so your characters are ash who was played by Domhnall gleason who people might know as general hux from the latest star wars films or bill weasley from the harry potter films if you're a harry potter fan yeah then, then what's bigger now is harry potter bigger than star wars now harry potter's definitely bigger than the new star wars films oh for fuck sure. yeah, yeah. That question that question so yeah, he, he plays Ash and his wife, Martha, who is played by Hayley Atwell, oh, <laughs> who you pro- who people will know as, um, that's it, Nancy Carter? Captain Peggy. Eh? Peggy Carter. Peg- that's it, Peggy, Peggy Carter. Yeah. Yes, of course. Sorry, yeah, Peggy Carter. So yeah, this is like the first instance where well, you like, start- Peg me, Carter. Um- <laughs> yeah, this is like the first instance where you, it shows that they've started to get established names as your two main characters, really, you know, yeah. in, in that, well, this is like before, I think. She was either just she definitely she done just, the first Captain America. Actually, just film. done it, or she was on the verge of doing it. I think that came out in 2011, so this is like a year later. Okay, yeah, and then he had done obviously the Harry Potter films by this point. So let's okay. So starts off with Ash in the car. It's pissing down the rain, and the man is obsessed with his phone. He's playing games. He's scrolling through whatever social media that exists. Big Twitter guy, yeah, he's yeah. A big whatever guy. the whatever the social media aspect of what they call it is, it's never really classify what. Um, in this platform. episode they do call it Twitter they oh, do say it? it's Twitter. oh it is Twitter okay things change later on when they make their own ones up but in yeah. this one they're like he loves okay. Twitter yeah so she's running they're on their way somewhere she's running through the rain trying to get in the car and the car's locked and he's not paying attention it takes a couple of knocks and shit like that for him to get his attention we jump forward a little bit they're in a house house literally in the middle of fuck off nowhere on near the cliffs fucking amazing like, yeah, you'd, way. you'd nice love house. to have that house and it's a fixer upper it was, it was Ash's mum's house She's dead, obviously, by the, by the looks of it. Or the they, wife's an architect, so she knows, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, yeah they're gonna they're gonna do the place up. Day goes by, all good. Uh, yeah, he I got I got down the notes. You know, they they talk about it. they find a photo of him. He uploads it to his social media, and they find um, got literally like they they have sex. He finishes early. Yeah, he's a bit premature with his uh, with his ejaculation. To be fair with her, most of us would be. Oh yeah, so, you know. oh yeah, you would be. Um, next morning. They get up. He's like, "I'm gonna to go to the shop to get grab some food," and she goes to set work on a project. He's gone all day. Nighttime falls. He's not home yet. Yeah, she's not really thinking about when she's working. She's just yeah. Where, he's yeah that's, yeah, that's yeah, a bit yeah, odd yeah, that he's yeah, not back yeah. yet. She's not worried, right? Gives him a couple of bells on the old phone. Like the phones in this are like wafer thin and yeah. just like clear screen, weird looking little like almost thin, thinner than what we have now. Yeah. And um. And the setup there is. This ain't a guy who's never got his phone. Correct. He's always answering his fucking yeah, phone. Yeah, he's, he's always to looking it. at yeah. it. So she's getting a bit bit weirded out by the fact he's not answering. 
she calls a couple of people. No one's seen him. Police turn up. So it's never established what happens to him. You just know that he's dead. It goes through the grieving process and um, she gets... Barely goes through the grieving well, process. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah, okay. So first it's established as a couple of days later and she finds out she's pregnant. She finds out she's well, pregnant. Well, I think they set up the time they banged when we finished early is what got her pregnant. So, so it's, we, it's, it's hard to gauge the, the time. time. Yeah. It, it, you, you'd, assume, you'd assume by watching the episode that it is literally the day after. But, but it no, could be a month. It could be yeah. weeks. It could, yeah. So they, got, they have the funeral and this woman that's sitting next to her tells her of this website that means that ash doesn't technically have to be dead she freaks out everything calls her she jumps up she wakes up in the middle of the night finds this notification from this woman with a link to this website so she clicks on the on the link takes her to this website where this ai is pretty much replicated in a text form how to uh to answer as ash would answer on texas but Taking it from his online, taking it from his online, yeah, his own online persona. Yeah, so, so, so this technology exists now. So, yes, it does. No, um, there is a technology now with deep faking. Oh yeah, 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 great. Yes, yeah, a good shout. Where, deep faking, yeah. Where they can, if you are a podcaster like us, right, or a mega mega star podcaster like a Joe Rogan, yeah, and they have so much audio of you probably hundreds of thousands of hours of audio of you. They can use that audio to make you say anything they want because they have, the algorithm has so much to work from on what your speech patterns are that they can recreate you saying something and it sounds like it's actually you. Do you know what? Some guy did that on X Factor years upon years ago where he rocked up and said he had done a collaboration with John Lennon. And what he had done is he had taken lyrics that John Lennon had sung through his career and literally spliced it all together to make his own song with him. And that was like, that's like 2005, 2006. Yeah, that's just one dude playing with it. Now we've got fucking the algorithm of all algorithms, like Google's one, yeah, which is immense. I mean, I was listening to someone talk about Google the other day and this guy, <laughs> allegedly Google killed this guy's wife. What? So he was, he is like a professor in algorithms and online speech and all this stuff. Right. And he had been very, very critical. He leaked a load of important google stuff about them basically using their algorithm to push people towards not just products but push people towards ways of thinking so you might sit there and type in like why am i thinking of voting donald trump and it would give you an answer saying donald trump's a piece of shit and you shouldn't vote for him and here's why but you have said you haven't asked why he's a piece of shit you've asked why i should vote for him but if you had typed in hillary clinton why should I vote for Hillary Clinton? It'd be like, she's brilliant. She's using it for his own narrative. Yeah. And the algorithm was used a certain way. And this guy kind of blew it out there that actually you think it's given you the right results. It's actually giving you results based on what they want you to have right. rather than the real results. And he said, go back 10 years and it used to do something else. Right. And he did a test of uh, a live on air on Joe Rogan. He was like, type in the letter A. What's the first thing that comes up? Amazon. Because they paid to be there. Oh, yeah. So you just type the letter A, and the first thing in the list for suggestions is Amazon. And uh, yeah, he went on about how, like, uh, he got threatened by someone about, like, your family are at risk and all this stuff. And then suddenly his wife had a road accident and died. And then the car was towed and taken to Mexico to be destroyed. Not in the state he was in. They took it across the border to get yeah. rid of it. And he believes Google or someone connected to big tech had his wife killed to keep him quiet. And he refuses to be quiet. The reason I bring that up is because I listen to a lot of this stuff about tech and about the power of tech. And the algorithm Google has is so powerful that it's got everything you've ever said online. Every song you've made that's online. Yeah. 
They know, they can access it, and they could recreate you. They could possibly even recreate your playing style based off the songs you've played. It's not difficult. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no, I know, but like, what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> but they could do it, and you could go, did I write this? Did I do this? Apart from my three my three common searches beginning with A. Yeah, because the they're the ones one, you've already typed in. The first one is Amazon UK. Yeah. The weirdest one is Adele. I don't even like Adele or Arsenal. But, you know. But, but that's <laughs> whoever's paying, yeah. that's who's paying the most to be there. Yeah. You so, type in A and they go UK based. Amazon who's paid UK. us the most? Amazon, Adele and Arsenal have paid the most in the UK to have A as their start. Yeah, fair. So, um, Martha decides that she's going to continue refurbing Ash's mum's house yeah. now that he's dead and she is literally texting this AI that's pretending to be him to the point where she's like not even dealing with her grief anymore because she thinks it's real because the AI is so it, it, in text form it's getting things right yes and too often that she's happy that like the weird thing with their relationship though is just the two of them yeah 99% of the day their time is together just them together yeah and that's what they're happy with the most. That's, that, that's a, you know, everyone here who's had a relationships and multiple relationships, they are the best ones. The ones where you're happy mm-hmm. to sit on the sofa and do your own thing and you don't angry at each other and you just like being around each other all day. They're the best relationships, yeah, right? Yeah. They're, they're the best ones. Yeah, of course. So eventually the, the texts don't become enough for her. So she's like, oh, I wish I could speak to you. And he's like, you can. Go to this website and upload all video and audio of ash and then it can learn to replicate his voice which it does then she caught it calls her and yeah she just it freaks her out first it it freaks her out at first but then she just finds so much comfort in it she dives fully into it yeah but that must be so heartbreaking like to me like like there's parts like there's people that i know that that were in my life that were dead like my uncle les died when i was eight i can't remember his voice no i don't know i can't remember his voice what he sounds like i can barely remember my granddad yeah because he used to be like right sam and he had this london accent but outside of that phrase i can't can't picture anything i can't picture it my nan i can barely remember her voice and yeah to get a phone if i got a phone call now and it was for my granddad and it sounded like him it'd break me Mm. because i'd be like I'd forgotten his voice. Whether or not I knew it was a recording or not, and people do keep hold of recordings and listen to them and stuff, especially now, because technology's changed. But back in 2013 when this happened, we were only breaking into the being able to replay a video type thing on your phone yeah. and watch it. So, you know, so it gets to like a point where she goes for her first ultra scan yeah. for the baby and she's got, she records it for Ash, or AI Ash, and sends it to him. And as she's leaving, she drops her phone and breaks it. Yes. She freaks out. To the point where she has like a panic attack. Because, yeah, and then that's a that's a it's valid. Beca- it's become a crutch. It's become a crutch, a support crutch. Because she never got over. She never allowed herself to move on. Yeah. And grieve. Yeah. Exactly. So when she buys a new phone, new phone turns up. She's like, oh, I don't want this to ever happen again. And he's like, it doesn't have to. It's like now we offer an upgrade. Yeah. Follow this link, pay the money, and then this thing will turn up. So uh, was Alexa out in 2013? It wasn't, was it? I don't think it was. Kindle no. was, but Alexa wasn't. Alexa wasn't. So this constant point of um, offering an upgrade is very business-driven. And the episode plays it out of like, well, look, there is a solution and we can we can help you. But that's just a company having a built-in response. If they ask X, give them our product. Yeah. Upgrade our product. Eat, and each time from text to speech. And it's almost like the people that developed this tech know... The texting ain't enough. They, the person needs a connection. Once they hear the voice, they need a bigger connection. They, need they always connection. need a bigger connection. Yeah. yeah. 
It's never enough. So she orders this product. A couple of days, or it's never really told you how long it goes. I don't think it's very long. But this this box turns up, and it is literally a blank canvas doll in a way. And it's literally she's on the phone to this AI, and he's like, "Yeah, just put it in the bath, fill it half up with water, and put the electrolytes in, and he'll find it. It'll find its way down to you." And then eventually, you know, she's sitting around. She and then yeah, this thing comes to life. It literally looks exactly like him. Yeah, ginger pubes and all. Yep, sounds like him. Fucking looks like him. Acts relatively like him. Very similar to him, yeah. But very submissive. In, I mean, in at that tone. point, though, right? Wouldn't you upgrade and get a fitter geezer? I'm just. <laughs> wow, if that's, you'd, you'd be a bit, if that's what you're looking for. Blokes might do. Like, like a geezer might go, make her tits bigger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just subtle little yeah, things. Yeah. Like, yeah, my mum said small tits. Can you just pop them up just to like a C? Oh, no, they were way bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So the was ass that. was rounder than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the ass was a little more tighter. <laughs> yeah, or if she's bigger, she, she, she had a flatter stomach than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so that goes down, and then she's like, fucking that night, she she starts drinking when she's pregnant, which is, yeah, that's great parenting. Yeah. Good start. Uh, she's chatting about it because she wants to have sex with it, because it looks so like can him. you? Does, does it work? It's like, it's literally just, yeah, all I have to do is this, and it just, it's Boom. up. Yeah. And he literally fucking drills a hole in her. In every position, in every way possible. Yeah, he lasts, like, ridiculously long. He doesn't long. blow his load in two seconds, yeah. like, like the original Ash. Yeah, yeah, he just fucking rolls she through it. doesn't seem to mind that upgrade. She seems to be all right with that Yeah, one. yeah, I think she would be, freaking all the positions and the fucking general fucking, yeah. Well, there's a reason why sex toys are bigger for women than they are for dudes. There's, there's like, just as a an item for sale, Yeah. there's a re- there's a re- there's got to be a reason for that. Yeah, so very, it makes very, very sense. True. Yeah. Very, very true. See, the way this, the way the timeline runs, it's never really concurrent if this is literally all happening within like days of each other or there's like a gap. In my mind, I look at it and think this is months and months and months. But she's not she's back, pregnant. She, yeah, but she's, so not, she doesn't, she's not getting any bigger at this she's point. She's not, but when you get the time skip... That's years. So I'm thinking that like that's just a discrepancy that they're not really showing her bump because she's wearing baggy shit all the time. Oh, yeah. So okay. they're kind of like, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, her sister turns up, and when she's using the bathroom, she sees men's clothes in the bathroom, so she thinks that her sister's moved on, and she's really happy for her. So that's Little- what made me think it would be months, because if it was a couple of weeks, you'd be like, you slut. Yeah. Hang on a minute, your husband's dead two weeks ago, and now you're banging someone else. Yeah, Hang on a fucking true, minute. Yeah, true, true. Very, very true. Um, yeah, we go after, like, however long that she is with this AI, she starts to notice the flaws and the faults in the personality that it's too perfect. It's, it subser- it's have... subservient to her. Like it, yeah, it's it, submissive. It, and maybe, you know, some guys are very submissive. And they're very soy riddled. But he wasn't. He, he would wasn't. argue with her. Yes. And, and he would he would speak his mind. And he would say no to things. This robot never says no to anything. Correct. And I, I it, it just gets to the point where she just gets so pissed off with it. You know, it and it, but it was like a moment, not not so much in the argument aspect, but like um, it's the bit where she's like, "Oh yeah, you used to have a mole on his chest." Yeah, and he goes, "Oh, what here?" And he just makes a mole. She cut, he cuts his hand on glass after they have an argument. She's like, "Oh shit, yeah." yeah. And he's like, "Oh, don't worry about it. It just closes like nothing ever happens." You know, she's starting to re- she's starting to find the flaws in the design. Yeah, and like, if you put yourself in that situation, Scott, like you know, God forbid something ever happened to our loved ones i think both of us would have the ability to say no but how tempting would it be when you're crying your eyes out and you just wish you could look at them and hear them hold them and smell them and all this shit you know like um 
Especially since your memory fades over time. Like like I said, if, if I could have something that I could just hear my granddad's voice one last time, I'd yeah. take it. Even yeah. if it was the only, if it was a one-off deal, I'd take it. Yeah. I would, because I loved him. Yeah. And, and I miss him. And he was a guiding force in my life. And I'd, be the same. I'd be the same with you my know, grand. My sense of humor comes from him. And my dad had the same sense of humor. My uncle's, but it all came from him. He had yeah. that sense of humor. And it, it kind of f- flows that way. But hyperfectly speaking, you're in this scenario. How much would these flaws bother you? Because a lot of people would just look o- overlook them. I think. If, it's a, if it's like a, a key part of your relationship, the fact that this person always fights back and you had these mild arguments and it's, you know, he always stood up for himself whenever she kind of... Got a bit force for, got a bit muggy off her, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that that's what you expect to happen. And then all of a sudden, this thing that sounds and looks like him doesn't Feel, doesn't feels, start yeah. doesn't act like him. Doesn't fuck like him, but yeah. Plus side, downside, pros and cons. Swings and roundabouts. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it would probably grate on you if that's what you're used to. And yeah. all of a sudden, that thing doesn't do that. Then your your mind's going, "What is this imposter?" You're gonna know. You you yeah, it is imposter. You're gonna notice it, and like stupid things like always getting moaned at by your missus for leaving your clothes. You fucking left your shoes in the hallway or something yeah, stupid yeah. like that. Th- those little things. This thing would never do. It would never say these stuff to you. Why do you leave the toilet seat up? Why you know? Yeah. These things that you hear from people are like just the way someone sleeps, the position they sleep in, the way they sleep, the way like this. It can't do any of that because all it can all it can mirror is what you put online. His online online. persona, and there was no flaws in his online persona. There was no bad vibes in it. And how many of us lie online? Everybody does. How many of us use a fake name online? I I advocate using a a name that is not your own because I I think you're going to need a distance from your real life self. I don't don't post enough to justify having a fake name. Um, But not a lot of people do that. So, you know, to me, I, I view it in that way. But not most people don't, you know? I don't use social media enough. I don't post. Very rarely, I post something on my Facebook page unless I'm promoting something or yeah. So for someone or like some, you, or something funny, I find for someone like you, how hard would it be to re- replicate your personality based on your social media? Right? <laughs> if I look through my fucking memories that pop up on Facebook, it'd be quite easy at one point, but it would be a right fucking task part that came out. Yeah, it wouldn't. Like for me, I'd be disgusted. If it, would, that, it wouldn't. Like, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't represent my personality now. No, no. But even even currently. The persona of me online is a part of me, but um, what when I post shit online, it's like when I'm doing this podcast. I'm still it's still me, but I am trying to entertain and I am trying to be funny and I am trying not to spill drink. Oh no, Scott didn't. I didn't open did. it yet. Yeah, you didn't open it yet. Yeah, luckily. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, see, robot Scott wouldn't have spilled that drink. Bad head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like. If you were to clone me based on my social media speech, you ain't getting me. <laughs> no, you, you know, you're, you're definitely not. You're not. You're getting someone who just constantly chats fucking shit you're and mocks a, you're shit. Getting, you're getting a sarcastic clap. Con- exactly. Yeah. There's no realness. Like even on this podcast, I can be real. Like you know, talking about my granddad. Just then, yeah, I can be yeah. very, very real yeah. and vulnerable at times if need be. Yeah, yeah. But during the day, I ain't walking around just fucking mugging people off being so, like, because you don't. Like, You're not you going out calling people a cunt. No, no, you can't get away with that. I mean, sometimes you can. But well, that's, not that's always. Mate. Yeah, like you would get a very different version of yourself. Yeah. And I think that would be, I think it would be like that for everyone. Yeah. No one is, maybe people are more true to themselves online. Maybe that's it. Maybe they hide stuff I honestly person, think that's perhaps. a lot with some people, especially a lot of the people that, 
fucking spout a lot of hate. There's something wrong with you that you feel you can just do this on a, on an anonymous forum, relatively yeah, anonymous yeah. on forum, than you can in real life. Like your family that you you live with constantly you do not don't... do not do not know the real you because you you know I've seen a lot of comments, especially like you know with like whenever we released the wrestling episode we talked about. You know, there's a lot. You, you see a lot of wrestlers just getting a lot of shit from random ass people who are just horrible fuckers for no reason apart from the fact that they can hide behind a computer screen and be a about cunt. what shit they want. So if you if you had to build their personality based off them being a cunt on the internet, people would notice very very quickly that they are not themselves. They'd be like, "Who's this cunt? He's a piece of shit." But then if you get someone like um. I don't know if you know uh, Amanda Palmer, the artist, uh, the musician. Oh, yeah. Dresden yeah. Dolls. Yeah, I love oh, yeah. her. I love her music. She's fantastic. Yeah. She is so open mm-hmm. and true to herself online. Give or take. Even if she says things that upsets people. The blogs, the writing, it's constant from her. Yeah. Right? I think you would be able to clone her personality very, very easily yeah. from online because she's so open and honest in a way that no one else is. I mean, she's open and honest that she would talk about like physical, like woman problems. That she's yeah. that open and honest, yeah. and I, I, I congratulate her for it. I mean, a lot of what I've learned about women comes from people like her, hmm. from being able to, from especially from music musicians, gives you a, a, a window into the mind of women in a way that you might not have as a young lad, hmm. understanding what how they feel and what they think about. Yeah, and yeah. It's almost like the biggest pickup tool is to listen to fucking female singers because they haven't got an agenda of trying to ed- educate men on how to talk to women they're bearing their soul through their music and you can yeah. learn something from it yeah, yeah. but she also does it in like blog form daily right. and that's she's open lot. if you if you message her on twitter she replies to everyone yeah, you know? that's, that's kind of that, that, that in a certain aspect that's also kind of bad because you're pretty much just living online yeah but she seems to be living a very full life off of online fair, the, stuff that isn't, the stuff that isn't online time, yeah she's, she's got, got she's, time for that she's, got, fucking you know, fair she's married play. to neil, neil gaiman one of the greatest writers of all oh time. neil yeah, yeah so oh he's he's his greek mythology no not greek sorry his norse mythology is incredible he's really good and if you've never read them american gods that american gods is awesome yes the show not so much but the book is the fucking book's awesome. Amazing. Um, for me, like growing up a kid in London, learning from all my blackmates and stuff about a Nancy, and then seeing him yeah, do a Nancy in those books Nancy. is brilliant. Most people don't know a Nancy the Spider; they've never fucking no, heard of it, that, right? In the in the show, that was one of my favourite characters. And Nancy was perfect. In it. And then they kicked him off because it didn't it didn't apply to current racial standards. Well, who wrote about Nancy in the fucking first place? Well, Africans did in yeah. the whatever century that it yeah, was created. Yeah, yeah, they he, came up with he, it. He comes from, it was either African or Jamaican. It comes it's from, African. It's, it's African, African, yeah. Because I remember my Jamaican mate loved the Nancy. That was it. I mean, when I was a kid, he was he was the one who was like... the trick. Well, Nancy was the trickster. Yeah, it was his favorite fucking yeah. thing. And he'd talk about Nancy and this thing about it's Nancy pre- with bananas. He fucked up... He, he fucked up getting bananas for his household, for the family of spiders to have. And then they were like, oh, well, I haven't got one for me. So he gives one to the kid. He gives one to the other kid. He gives one to the wife. And they all give him a piece. And then they all give him a piece. So he ends up more than they have. Yeah. They all have half. And now he's got one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because he tricked them into it by making them feel guilty. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, she's very open online. And with her, and Neil, Neil Game is very open online as well. I don't know if you follow him. The dude just says, if it's on his mind, it, it. it goes out there. Okay. People like that, you could replicate very, very well. There would still be some stuff that you, you can't. Yeah. But then other people, like you said, these vitriol-driven people that are just agenda-filled, constantly politics, anger, and hate online, those people are probably not like that when they go to work. 
They're probably not like that when they go and see their gran. They're probably not like that with their partner. I mean, some of them might be. Some right? of it's a yeah. mask. You know, it is a, it is a mask. And, and with her, the mask is starting to slip now in the episode that the mask is starting to slip she can start to see the cracks beneath it well it hits her head because you know she starts losing it arguing and he just doesn't bite and in the end she's like right takes him out to a cliff on the walk and she goes jump off and he literally looks goes if that's what you want and she goes no beg cry fight me on it so and then he starts doing it so yeah. he literally starts mimicking the grief of like please don't make me do it please don't make me do it she screams, we jump forward six to eight years. Yeah. Something like that. She's driving home. She's all it's smarted up. It's a kid's birthday, her... but I can't remember what birthday it is. I don't think they yeah. say. It's just her birthday. She's smart. Like, um, uh, Martha's all nice, dressed up in like some sort of like she's office suit. She's obviously doing well for herself. Yeah. And then she's like, got a cake in the kitchen for the girl. They got a little girl. And she's like, oh, can I get an extra piece? So she cuts her two pieces. We follow him upstairs. She drops the stairs to the attic, goes up, and there we find Android Ash in the attic. Yeah. And the kid's familiar with him, but it's never hinted at if she knows that he's like a representation of what her father was. No, because she calls it Ash. She yeah. doesn't call it that. Yeah. He's obviously... She can't deal with seeing him daily. No, but, she couldn't, but she couldn't bring she herself to get rid of it. That's fucking... That's, it's that moment, to me, that's, that's the darkest part. Yeah. No matter how deep in her soul she knows this is wrong, she can't bring herself to get rid of it. Yeah. But if we broke it down into modern tech, you've got a recording on your phone of somebody who has passed away. You look at it, and every time you look at it, you fucking cry, and it makes you upset, and it fucking breaks you, and you miss them, and you sob. How hard would it be to get rid of it? You wouldn't. You wouldn't, right? You wouldn't. But what's good for you is probably to... to get rid of it. Either get rid of it or start looking at it differently yeah. so that it doesn't upset you anymore. But what she does is hide from it. And um, I know I'd like uh, you have, have told me before, you have someone's phone number on your phone still. I, I have, I have my, my grand's number on my phone. and My grand's been dead since 2006. Yeah, but you haven't... I haven't got rid of it. Someone else has got that number now. If, yeah. I, call, if I called it, some other company answer. <laughs> but to me, that's still my grand's number. And how do you feel about the idea of going delete? It feels bad. <laughs> it, I haven't done it. Literally, yeah. I've switched phones about four times since my grand died, if not more. And that number is always that number is saved to my SIM card. Yeah. Like, like I, I, it won't go away unless I either lose the SIM card or physically go into or physically it and go and, delete. Yeah. And I think my mum's the same. I think my mum still has my grand's number written on it because you know I was very close with my grand. Very, very close. Like, you know, when I when I was younger, if my mum and dad were working, it was either her or my other grand. Yeah, no, the same. And the same. if you know, when I when I left school and I I had like this year where I couldn't get a job, there would be days where my grand would like, "What are you doing today?" I'm like, "Nothing." She's like, "Oh, I'll come pick you up. We'll go for lunch." Yeah. Oh, I'd just spend the day with my grand. Yeah, and then that and the big issue with this episode is it really fucking confronts you to think about the people that you've lost in your life it's a very it, it is to me i see it as like the dangers of not processing your grief yes you could eat if you do not process your grief you can easily fall into this massive downward spiral which you will not get out of and in this martha didn't get out of it she had chance multiple chances like her gut reaction when a woman said to her look you can have him text you was fuck off yeah but then she come around to it. Yeah. 
and because then she it, it away with her. And then the minute she did that, and it's almost like a like an addict. She became yes. addicted to it. Oh, she became obsessed. And and uh, it, it's hard because like when you think about dead family members, right? You do learn to live without them. Well, you, you have just to. have to. You have to, right? But when it comes to a partner, I know someone who's a widow, right? Right. And he's in, he's in his seventies. Yeah. And he's had relationships since. Yeah. And it always boils down to they're not her. They're not her. Because it's not they got divorced and he left her. She died. She fucking died. And he loved her. Yeah. And sometimes it comes from them where they're like, why have you still got a photo up of her? So I'm not fucking taking the photo down of my fucking dead wife. <laughs> she didn't cheat on me or fucking leave me. She yeah. died. And she's why I want my photo up there. No, I'll put your photo over there. Yeah. But that photo of my wife fucking stays there. Yeah. Or like, and, and, or like, you know, they go through the, you know, he has the new girlfriend, the new, new partner move in. And they're like, why have you got all this old shit? Look, let's get a new kettle. Let's get a new forks. Let's get, you know. And mm. they but my fucking wife got those. And yeah. he can't. Can't bring himself bring to get himself rid of those attachments. Sentimental value in that aspect. Again, I know other people, even with their parents, like they inherit a load of shit. They inherit a load of shit. They like, won't get rid of it because it was theirs. They won't get rid of it because it ain't theirs. They have clutter in their attic. They're never going to use. And then they, and someone else inherits that clutter. Yeah. And it keeps on. And I think a, I think a big part of it, um, if, you, if you've seen the meme, it's like this one sparks joy. This one does not spark joy. Yeah, I think yeah. so. She's like um, a, a declutter expert, Japanese right. chick. She has a TV show. It's on Netflix. Okay. I randomly watched it. Like, I randomly just saw it come up in my thing and was like, you know what? I actually could do it. It looked peaceful. People folding their clothes and making the house look tidy. And I went, I could do with something de-stressful right now. I could okay. do with something simple to just watch people make their space look nicer. Could, yeah, yeah. There's like a meditation aspect in watching people do that. There's a meditation aspect in tidying your own house, right? You, you do get it, right? Apparently. And, uh, well, you might know it as a fucking, you know, paint and decorate and stuff. There's a, is there like a, like a zen that comes over you? You've got some music on, you're just getting on with it and time goes like that. And, oh, yeah, yeah, I get out of, I get out of work, yeah, yeah. So there's a bit, there's a bit of that in it, right? And, um, and there's a, there's a zen to it. There's zen, a zen to that. And uh, there's an episode of it where she's like, oh, my husband died a few months ago. Right. And uh, she says to her, well, look, let's do your stuff first. She goes, you don't want to jump straight in with your husband's stuff. Yeah. A week goes by and she's like, okay, yeah, you've done this, right? So now I want you to focus on the the attic space. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And then she goes, she comes back to me. She goes, now we're going to do your basement. She's like, no, I want to do my husband's stuff. I've got to get it done. And she's like, I'm not sure you're ready to do that yet. Mm. so she's like I am ready I am ready I am ready she's like okay well that's what we'll do next and then she breaks down yeah by folding it all up throwing it away you see she wasn't ready but she still manages to get through the task but yeah. you can see how fucking hard it was for her for that and it's like how many how many people go through that every day yeah 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 all course. the time because because while technology we don't have the uh technology to the open public to be able to clone personality based on the social media yet it is open if you want to deep fake someone i mean it's yeah. there it's, it's a lot of money and a lot of time yeah people have been doing this for centuries where they won't give up a family heirloom because their dad gave it to them their granddad gave it to them the, we already do this and what this does is present us with the ultimate form of not being able to give away something that means something to you yeah and that's why this is such a powerful episode yeah, no, I agree. I completely agree. Yeah, the, the the most intriguing part of this is there is a lesson about grief there, but there's also a very human element of clinging to shit. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's easy to focus on the, 
the aspect of you need to grieve properly and forget the element of even when you do grieve properly, everyone clings to something from their past. Yeah, but sometimes it's nice to keep uh, a memento. Yeah. Like I've got, I say I haven't got my grand, I've got my grand's number, I've still got my grand's ring. Yeah. Like my mum gave me this after my grand died. I wear it on me every day. Yeah. It's just something that you've got. Yeah. And it's, but then, and some people don't have anything and they no. they crave for it. Yeah. That, no, I think that's what she kind of had that's, here. That's what it is. But she had the memory. She had the house. She had, she had something, something, it but wasn't it wasn't enough. enough. Yeah. It wasn't and enough. I, and neither of us have ever lost a partner. We've lost relatives. Grandparents yeah, uh, yeah. But no one close. You see, every, you spend all your time. But with. Lo- losing a partner must be d- 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 devastating. Devastating. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know many people who have, or maybe losing a child, you know, like it's, it's yeah. not losing a friend is bad, but you're, the person you're in love with, yeah. the person you're married to, exactly. the person you see the rest of your life with, mm-hmm. that that's hard. That must be hard. It's the kind of thing that, like, if it creeps into your mind when you're laying in bed at night and you just randomly, like, what do I do without them? Yeah. You, what, you shut it down straight away. Fuck off, fuck yeah, off. Nope. Get these thoughts out of it. I'm yeah. not fucking even thinking about this. Yeah. Because just the idea of it is fucking harmful. It's upsetting. Yeah. It's very, very upsetting. I couldn't, I, I don't even let my mind go there. You can't, you can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's, I it's, joke about it. I, jo- I joke about it from like a funny enough, like, because, because like with us, me and Amy having the house, we've got like our, our life insurance attached to the house. So if one of us was to die, the house gets paid off yeah. instantly. And I always joke, and I always joke about when I chat to people, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, got health insurance. Yeah, I'm just waiting for her to walk outside, get hit by a bus. But, you know, that's just in the general aspect of just a joke. But fucking hell, I wouldn't. No, even know kill what to you. I think, hey, why wouldn't you know what to do if that actually yeah, happened? And I think a lot of people would kill themselves. That's the other. I think a lot of people would go, I can't, I don't want, not even I can't do this. I don't want to do this. Yeah, that's, that, that does know? happen. That does happen very big. It happens you a get lot. Some, you get a lot of the old people that have been like married for like 50 years. One of them dies. The other one's gone within six months. Like yeah, a break, um, They call it broken heart syndrome. My my mum, I never met them. This when she was young. Uh, her grandmother died. Right. She, I think I might have said this on one of the, the ghost episodes. A day or two went by, she had a dream about her granddad yeah. coming to her at night saying, I miss your grandma. I mean, yeah. I miss her. I miss her. She woke up the next day and he had died, but it was like a couple of days later. Yeah. And they said broken heart. They said he just, he, he just gave up. He went to sleep that night and they said he went to sleep that night hugging an item of hers. Yeah. And then he died. He missed her so much in them two days after she died that he died too. And they had a joint funeral and they were buried side by side. And that's where this this we wanted to fucking be, Perfect, you know. Yeah. And um, you can kind of hope for that for everyone, right? There must be nothing worse than living for years and years after the person you've spent fifty years with dies. Yeah, exactly. Must be nothing worse than that. You, you, it's rare you see people in their eighties that move on and find someone else. Never do. Yeah, they don't, right? No. At that point, they're just waiting to die. And if they're religious or they believe in an afterlife or they believe in being together, it's all that's what they that's cling what that, to. That drives them. Yeah, yeah, that's what drives them. Right? Should we rate it? Yeah, we we'll rate this. What do you reckon? Eight out of ten. I okay. think this is a very high episode based on acting ability. Yeah. Two fantastic actors. Great direction. Impactful. Oh yeah. Impactful. Very per- very personalized sort of yeah. episode. I gave it a seven point five. Um, beautiful episode actually. Oh yeah. There's there's a craft here. There's something on display here that many Black Mirror episodes don't have this. But they don't follow the same sort of concepts. It doesn't need exactly. it. Exactly. They don't need to. This but, this, but, this this was handled well. But even many TV shows don't. Oh, never. Can't hit this. Um, Ricky Gervais' TV show Afterlife yeah, does this. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It, it does this. It, ju- it, just, it just aired season three. It's about a man who, who wants to kill himself because his wife is gone. Yeah. But because he's given up, 
he doesn't care. So he walks down the street and people are like, what are you fucking looking at, mate? He's like, fuck off, you cunt. Because <laughs> he doesn't care. His wife's gone, he doesn't care. And it, it, it becomes him coming to terms with things and uh, he tries to date someone else and he very much likes them, but they're not her. They're not her. And, and it's sad. Like, there's points in it where it makes me cry. Because, oh, okay. because Reggie Race is a, a comedian, a funny guy. I worked with him multiple times. And... One thing about his comedy is always being very honest. Yes, his he version of he, he, the original Office or Extras, it's it's comedy driven, but it's honest mm. comedy. Uh, Derek is another one about the disabled geezer working in an old people's home. It's very very honest. Yeah, but this the comedy is there, but they're there in it's situational. Like he gets into a situational where he can be rude and yeah. be funny, but the overall story is fucking sad and dark. Yeah, yeah. You know? I've, not, I've not actually watched it. My Maybe we'll do an episode are, on that down my the line. Has, it is, but I've not watched it. It's not like this where we could dedicate a fucking episode per season. Yeah. But we could probably do an hour on the entire Just thing. About it. Because it's it's one of those ones where you look at it and go, there's, there's art here. It's not just a fucking entertainment. They've gone a little bit beyond entertainment yeah, yeah. and they've delivered something that is a fucking punch to the soul. Hmm. And that's... It's not often that happens. And no. this is one of those. I don't know if you've seen um, the movie Abelosaurus. No, I've never even okay. heard of it. Uh, it. It was remade as Vanilla Sky with Tom Cruise. Oh, okay, yeah, I know yeah. that one. Yeah. I really like Vanilla Sky. I actually think it's good. Yeah. But it is a literally scene-for-scene scene right, remake, okay. Okay. including Penelope Cruz, who's in the Abelusaurus uh, Spanish film. Oh. She's in the original at the same role. Yeah, yeah. Right? But there's moments in that where it's a, it's a punch to your fucking heart and soul. And uh, I can't think of off the top of my head many things that are able to do that to no. me. And this episode does. So. Yeah.